Hello and welcome back to Attack on Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy podcast where I, Pete, try to complete every single Final Fantasy game using attack only. This is part four of Final Fantasy IV. I do hope you enjoy it. So we've been tasked to go and get the crystal back from the Dark Elf. So first thing I do is go into town and pick up some leather armors and feathered caps. And my next destination is to find the Chocobo Forest nearby because it has a black Chocobo in it. As we know, black Chocobos are the ones that can fly, but they can only land in forests. Now if you get off the black Chocobo in a forest, it will stay where it is. But as soon as you get back on it, it will fly back to whichever forest it came from automatically. At first I get back onto my airship and fly south to look for a forest but there is one here and it has a white chocobo and some yellow ones in it, no black ones though. I do jump onto a yellow one to run around the giant forest without fear of getting to battles um, and I'm looking for patches of forest that look a little bit out of place. And I spy one and sure enough there's black chocobos within. So I catch one and we fly to a small island that's surrounded by mountains but there's a forest on the inside so I land in the forest, unequip all of my metal items and re-equip everyone with the leather stuff. Save my game, then I head into the cave to get this crystal back. As I make my way down I run into some Corel looking enemies that are called Kate Sith in this game. I get all excited because I know that there's a chance they'll drop some good claws for Yang to use. So, with my fingers crossed, I continue the trudge. And I don't get him, but I do get to the Dark Elf and try to kill him, but our current weapons are all but useless. And we die. Cecil wishes he could use his sword, and with that, the scene changes back to Troya Castle, where Edward senses that we are in need of help. Oh, he's a spookums, isn't he? Bloody Edward. He claws his way out of bed, despite the medical team looking after him, pleading with him to return to bed. He forces his way over to his harp and begins to play a song. I said maybe, I said maybe, you're gonna be the one to save me, to save me. Cause after all, cause after all, you're my wonderwall, motherfucking wonderwall. The melody echoes through the twin harp that Edward gave Cecil earlier and disrupts the Dark House magic. He can't concentrate on the spell whilst Edward is rocking out. Sorry, I stumbled there because I wrote Wedwood. Ugh. So, the party stands up and re-equips themselves with the best weapons and armour they have and launch into an attack again. This time, it goes a lot smoother. Halfway through the battle, the Dark Elf transforms into a Dark Dragon, but this doesn't bother us as we pummel him into oblivion. Once it's over with, he mutters something about eternal life and we retrieve the crystal. Now, I would normally use emergency exit to leave the cave, but I want more chances to get the cat claw, so I walk back out of the cave. Still no lock on the claws though, and I make my way back to Troya Castle. 
Going through to the clerics, they're all happy that we managed to get the crystal back. Then, a disembodied voice echoes through the room. It's Kane telling us to bring the crystal in exchange for Rosa, so we leave Troya to board our airship. Once there, Kane's airship flies next to ours. Kane tells us Rosa is in the tower resort and we should follow him. When we get into the tower, Kane's disembodied voice tells us that Golbez would like a word, and then Golbez's disembodied voice speaks up. He's impressed with our heroics so far and Teller calls out to him to show himself. Golbez ignores this and says himself and Rosa are at the top of the tower. We had to go and meet him there to make the exchange, but we need to hurry otherwise something might happen to us. So I begin the climb to the top of Zot Tower. This tower is not too much trouble at all, I come across a restroom and this normally means that a boss battle is lurking close by so I heal up and save. Then, not too long after, I'm attacked by the Major Sisters, Cindy, Mindy and Sandy, but honestly, they don't take much to kill and I enter the door they were guarding. I remember that something happens to Teller here, so I unequip his stuff because I don't want him taking that into wherever he's going next. The afterlife. In the next room, I find Golbez and Kane, but no sign of Rosa. Golbez demands the crystal before we can see Rosa, and like a chump, Cecil just hands it over. Ah, some classic bad guy shenanigans are playing out. He acts like he doesn't even know who Rosa is. Then Teller shunts Cecil out of the way and attacks Golbez. Oh my god. Golbez's sprite is huge in the battle, and I just have to sit back and watch Teller sling spell after spell at Golbez before rounding off with casting Meteor and killing himself. I told you it's the afterlife. The party rushes to Teller's side as Golbez calls for Kane, who doesn't respond because Meteor has broken the spell that Golbez cast over Kane. Golbez promises to destroy Cecil one day, but clearly Cecil has a death wish now and tries attacking Golbez. Cecil, buddy, we're like level 28 or some bullshit. We're not going to kill him. Golbez swaps him away, and Cecil asks why he won't just finish him off now. Golbez has some sort of mind fart and seems confused for a second before he scuttles off. Teller asks us to avenge himself in Anna before blinking out of existence. We approach a collapsed cane, and he seems to be aware of his actions, but very sorry. I'm very, very sorry, guys. I'm really sorry that I did that. That was very naughty of me. I'm a bad boy. Cecil forgives him, reasoning that he had no control over himself, but then he asks after Rosa. Kane takes us through to where she's being held and Cecil unbinds her just in the nick of time because an axe falls from the ceiling and it was going to cleave her in twine. Rosa and Cecil embrace and Rosa also forgives Kane for his actions. She asks him to fight with the gang. Kane seemingly declines but Sid echoes my sentiments by telling them to stop the corny drama, they have to get out of here. Cecil approaches Kane and repeats Rosa's words of wanting him to join them. And with that, both Kane and Rosa join the party. I quit them both with the best stuff I have and carry on my way. Carry on my way with Kane. You're with us again. Thank you. I'm here all day. Before we even take a step, Barbaricia, Barbaricia, the Lord of the Wind calls out to us. It mocks Kane, and Kane replies that he's sick of siding with animals, and he has come to his senses. During this battle, Barbaricia turns into a tornado. You're supposed to use Kane's jump ability to stop him from doing this, but 
I'm very surprised that I managed to pull through fairly easily because I obviously can't do that. I've just got to keep mashing that attack button. After the battle, the tower resort starts shaking and it turns out it's collapsing. Rosa gathers everyone together and casts teleport, sending us all back to Cecil's room in Baron Castle. Kane drops some exposition. I can't say that word. Kane drops some exposition. I can say that word. I'm pretty good at that word. Kane drops some. No, I can't do it. Okay, let's do that again. Ready? Kane drops some exposition here about how Golbez only has half the crystals, the light half. There's a legend of another set of crystals known as the Dark Crystals. These are not being guided by puppets made by the Henderson Company. I'm um, just throwing it out there. Sid asks how we're meant to go about finding the Dark Crystals. Apparently, the Dark Crystals are underground. When all eight are brought together, the path to the moon will open. We're not 100% sure what that means, but Kane gives Cecil a magma rock. Bless. Yeah. Cecil, this is Magma, my pet rock. Look after him. You don't have to feed him. You don't have to walk him. It's just a rock. <laughs> this rock is to be somewhere to open the way into the underground, but we're unsure of where we must go. Sid suggests we fly around the world on the Enterprise until we find it. A man after my own heart. Cecil reminds Sid that we left the Enterprise near Troya, but Sid reassures him that it has an autopilot on board and is probably outside the castle already. Cecil questions why Golbez didn't kill him when he had the chance, then just brushes it off and decides to go to bed instead. The next day, I leave the castle and sure enough the Enterprise is here! However, I save and go back into the castle again. I want to see if we can get past that barrier in the basement. We can, and it leads to a hidden throne. Here, Cecil interacts with the king's ghost, and he says to come back after we've been to the land of summons. I go back outside and board the Enterprise. I know exactly where I have to go, but I have to find it. It's Agart again, the place of the well in the middle of the town. When I locate Agart, I head straight for the well, interact with it, which brings up my item menu, and I select the magma rock and drop it in, and kings are like, Hey, hey Cecil, what are you doing, man? Uh, I should look after that, not, not kill it. This causes an eruption and a hole appears in the mountains nearby. So I go back out, get onto Enterprise, go up to the hole and go down into the belly of the earth. We fly over a sea of lava and Cecil spots the Red Wings here. How they got here, we don't know, but we get caught in a crossfire of a war between the Red Wings airships and some tanks. Sid tries to pull us through, but we end up having to land outside of the castle because the Enterprise is too badly damaged. I go inside the castle, and it's a dwarf castle. We head straight through to the throne room, where I meet King Guyot, the ruler of the underworld. Cecil explains that we seek the crystals, and the king tells us that two of the crystals have been taken. The castle's crystal is still safe from Golbez because their tanks managed to keep them at bay. However, the tanks aren't in good health, and he asks if we can assist him with our airship. Sid tells him that the Enterprise needs to be repaired first, so the King offers help to repair it. Once done, Sid is going to fly back to the surface and reinforce the hull so that it can withstand the heat from the sea of lava. Then Sid leaves the party. Cecil asks where the crystal is, and the King says it's behind his throne, and then Yang's spider senses start tingling, and he feels like we're being spied on. 
The dwarves open the door to the crystal room and we go through. Once there, they lock the door behind us and we are left to face some dolls in battle. This isn't too hard at all, it's Calcabrina and yeah, they, they go down quite quickly. Afterwards, Golbez makes an appearance and divulges his plan to us. Getting all eight of your crystals will activate the Tower of Babel. This will lead him to the moon and there's a legend that says the moon holds incomprehensible power. He's just got to get the final crystal. He attacks party, then out of nowhere, a mist dragon shows up and so does Rydia. But she's all grown up now. We managed to kill Golbez and that is the end of Final Fantasy IV. Um, so yeah, you can do this easily with attack only. Uh, the only real struggle you are going to have is not have enough help to withstand that fight where Cecil has to fight his dark side. And of course, I'm just messing here. It's obviously not the end. It's not the end because we haven't killed any gods yet. And that's the ultimate goal of every Final Fantasy. Rydia tells us that Leviathan took her to the Land of Summons, where she learned a lot about summoning, but she can't use white magic anymore. Oh well. The reason that she's grown up now is that time moves differently down there. Kane asks Cecil who Rydia is, and Cecil tells him it's the little girl from Mist. Rydia goes on to say that the Queen of Summons said we must face a great evil together and sent Rydia to help. So she joins the party. Just as we're leaving, Golbez's voice says, I cannot perish, before his body turns into a hand which crawls towards crystal and takes it before vanishing into thin air. We confess to the king that Golbez got the crystal in the end and he tells us final crystal is in the sealed cavern but Golbez must be on his way there and we have to protect it. However, we cannot enter the cave without a key. The king requests that we go to the Tower of Bevel and reclaim the other seven crystals. His tanks are going to distract Golbez's forces whilst we sneak into the tower, but this has to be done now before Golbez returns from the sealed cavern. After a small side huddle, we agree to do it, but not before exploring this castle. Once sufficiently explored, stocked up with items and well equipped, we head out to the Tower of Babel. Once I reach it, there are tanks outside and explosions going off all over the place. It's all very dramatic. I use a tent to have a sleep in the middle of the battlefield before entering the tower. I find the cat claw. Yes, now I can die a happy man. At the top of the tower, we overhear a conversation between Rubicante, who is the fourth elemental monster, the one of fire, and a doctor. They're not a doctor, they're just talking to a doctor. They're just an elemental monster. Rubicante tells the doctor that the ninjas of Elban have been decimated along with the town. Then the doctor sends him somewhere. The doctor knows who Cecil is and introduces himself as Dr. Luget, the brains behind Golbez's master plan. He has to protect the tower and sets his robot on us. Once it's out with, it drops a key. After the battle, the doctor tells us that Rubicante has taken the crystals to the surface and the dwarves will be wiped out with his cannons before dying. The party decides that we've got to stop the cannons and they head back down the tower. On my way up I saw a door that was locked at the time so I head back now that I've got this key and go inside. There are a few goblins here which we managed to kill because they're just goblins 
but before the last one dies, he destroys the controls. Yang pushes the party out of the room and shuts himself in to deal with the cannons. The whole room blows up and I feel sad. He had the cat claw. He had the cat claw equipped. I forgot to unequip it. He's dead and he had the cat claw. I run all the way down the tower and as we cross the bridge, Golbez speaks of us and proceeds to destroy the bridge we are running across and we start to fall. But luckily, Sid comes flying in with the modified Enterprise and catches us. And then a chase begins and Sid tells us to man the helm. He's going to use a bomb to block a hole to the underworld. Cecil and the gang try to talk him out of it, but being a stubborn old man he is, Sid follows through his plans. As Cecil exits the underground, Sid leaps and detonates the bomb. We then head back to Baron after getting the shock of two deaths in a row. When we get to Baron, we go to the castle. Speaking with Sid's team of airship mechanics, they tell us that Sid asked them to put a hook on the Enterprise so we could pick up the hovercraft. And someone else tells us that something has happened to Elburn Castle. So that's our next destination. Elburn Castle is just west of Argot, but it takes me a while to find it. When we fly near, I notice the Tower of Babel is sticking out of a set of mountains. I'm not sure if it's been there all along or whether it appeared after the shenanigans that happened underground. I forgot to go pick up Hovecraft, so I quickly go and do that. And now I'm back outside Elburn Castle, where it's time to go in. The whole place is deserted. I poke around the hallowed halls picking up all sorts of items, the best of which is a blood lance for Kane. Once I've picked everything up, I leave to get my hovercraft and I go to a small cave to the west. And that is where I'm going to leave it for this week. If you enjoyed this, um, come and give me a follow on Twitter at SelectAttack. I've got some pretty fun stuff coming up uh, next month. Uh, I'm quite a busy boy at the moment, but it's fun. It's keeping me out of trouble. All of my links to all my social bits are down below in a link tree. Link, I guess. And that's, yeah, it's a Linktree link, isn't it? It's like a link to my Linktree. So yeah, Linktree link. Give me a follow on any of those. Um, I I am really, really trying my hardest to be more sort of uh, more presence on my social medias, but I just don't have a lot going on. I've been hitting things on Final Fantasy games and working. That's pretty much all my life revolves around. Oh, and hamsters. I do love my hamsters. Oh, Cass is up actually. Hello, baby. How are you? Bless her. She's such a sweetheart. If you follow my socials, you could probably see pictures of her as well. Well, until next time, uh, which might actually be sooner than a week, because I've got to knock this out before starting my streams for the Children's Society next, next Thursday, actually. It's coming around quick. But yeah, until next time, I shall see you lovely, lovely people. Later. Love you, boo.